Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting, a podcast about the history of jazz told from the perspective of someone who's been piecing it together one record at a time over the course of 20-odd years digging through record bins. From Hermosa Beach, California, I'm your host, Frank, and that was Mating Call from the album of the same name by Tad Dameron, featuring a young John Coltrane on tenor, Tad Dameron on piano, John Simmons on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. This week's episode is about the music of Tad Dameron, one of the, the earliest movers in the bebop scene to distinguish himself on the basis of his compositions and arrangements. Tadley Dameron was born in Cleveland in 1917 to a musical family. His parents both played the piano when he was growing up, and he was turned on to jazz music by his older brother. Dameron played trumpet briefly in high school before switching to piano. There's an apparently apocryphal story that Dameron intended to go to medical school in Oberlin, but at some point early on in his studies, he observed a man with a severed arm and decided that with all the ugliness in the world, he ought to devote himself to the pursuit of beauty through music. Dameron started writing and arranging early in his career for various big bands and eventually hooked up with Dizzy Gillespie in the nascent Minton's bebop scene and began writing charts for his group, which brought him to a wider audience. Dameron's compositions and arrangements are filled with pleasantly surprising melodic and rhythmic shifts, but tend to be accessible in a way that much of the early bebop music was not to many people. This first song is one of his earliest compositions, considered by many one of the first successful bebop pieces for a singer, performed by Dameron's own group and sung by the woman he wrote it for, Sarah Vaughn. This is If You Could See Me Now. Enjoy. If you could see me now, you know how blue I've been. One look is all you need to see the mood I'm in. Perhaps then you'd realize I'm still in love with you. If you see me now you'd find me being brave and trying awfully hard to make my tears behave but that's quite impossible I'm still in love with you you happen Love is written plainly in 
That was The Scene is Clean from the album At Basin Street by Clifford Brown and Max Roche with Clifford Brown on trumpet, Sonny Rollins on tenor, Richie Powell on piano, George Morrow on bass, and Max Roach on drums. Before that was Dial B for Beauty from the record A Study in Dameronia by Tad Dameron with Clifford Brown and Idris Suleiman on trumpets. Herb Mullins on trombone, Gigi Grice on alto, Oscar Estelle on baritone, Benny Golson on tenor, Dameron on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. Wanted to play those songs back to back because both feature trumpeter Clifford Brown, one of the finest musicians who ever lived. Brownie was one of the musicians who Dameron arranged for. I believe he did all of the arranging on that Basin Street record. And if you dig further into Clifford Brown's music, especially songs like Dahoud and Joy Spring that Brown wrote, it's pretty clear that Dameron's sense of melody and movement within songs rubbed off on him. Up next is a song Dameron recorded during another of his astonishingly productive associations, this time with trumpeter Fats Navarro. This is Job Hero. Enjoy.
Thank you. 
That was Soul Train from the obnoxiously titled Most Important Jazz Album of 1964-65 by Chet Baker, with Chet on flugelhorn, Phil Urso on tenor, Hal Galper on piano, Jamie Merritt on bass, and Charles Rice on drums. Before that was Tad's Delight from the Sessions for Roundabout Midnight by Miles Davis's classic quintet, with Miles on trumpet, Coltrane on tenor, Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. And starting that set off was Jeb Harrow from the Tad Dameron Sextet with Fats Navarro Volume 4, with Fats Navarro on trumpet, Wardell Gray and Alan Eager on tenors, Dameron on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums. Dameron's career was rocky in large part because of issues he had with substance abuse. As with many musicians of the era, heroin use led to a slew of legal and health problems, and he wound up being inactive for long periods because of it. He passed away in 1965 at the age of 48, succumbing to bone cancer after a number of heart attacks. Fortunately for us, his legacy lives on through his songs. Up next is one of Dameron's most widely known compositions, Lady Bird. Enjoy. This happens to be a favorite of mine, played for the first time in this series of broadcasts. It's a lyrical series of melodic explorations by Tad Dameron called Lady Bird.
That was Lament for the Living from the Lost Sessions of Tad Dameron with Cecil Payne on baritone, Sam Rivers on tenor, Donald Byrd on trumpet, Curtis Fuller on trombone, Julius Watkins on French horn, Dameron on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. Before that was The Chase from the complete Blue Note and Capital recordings of Tad Dameron with the same lineup as the Fats Navarro piece. Before that was Delirium from the album Fountain Blue with Cecil Payne on baritone, Joe Alexander on tenor, Sahib Shihab on alto, Kenny Dorham on trumpet, Henry Coker on trombone, Tad Dameron on piano, John Simmons on bass, and Shadow Wilson on drums. And starting that set off was Lady Bird from the Charles Mingus debut Rarities. That's the Billy Taylor trio at Storyville, with Billy Taylor on piano, Charles Mingus on bass, and Marcus Foster on drums. Thank you as always for listening. If you have any questions or comments or requests, feel free to call the Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting voicemail box at 424-704-1666 or email wnpmpod at gmail.com. The long piece for tonight is a Tad Dameron number hothouse given an extended treatment by Eric Dolphy from the Berlin Concerts album with Dolphy on alto, Benny Bailey on trumpet, Pepsi R on piano, George Joyner on bass, and Buster Smith on drums. Enjoy. <laughs>